All right, what's going on, everybody? It's Curtis from the PA Pile Driver Podcast. We're here with episode number, let me count here, one, two, 11. And uh, it's, uh, we're all back in virtual ways. We're all yeah. meeting via Zoom right now. Yes. And uh, it's definitely weird, guys. I don't know, I, I, I don't like it. <laughs> I've gotten used to Zoom meetings. I spend all day on Zoom meetings, so. I do some Zoom meetings with my friends and I, you know, every couple of nights, but yeah. otherwise I'm just, I, I play WWE 2K20 way too much. I have built the better empire than Vince McMahon has. So booking. <laughs> I guess you're not playing inspired. 21, huh? No, nobody's playing 21. Uh, <laughs> Brian, are you going to be attempt to play 21? WWE 21? Like 2K21? Yeah. yeah. Did you hear about that? No, I did not enlighten me. They are they are not making a Next. 2K game this year for WWE. Wow. So we have to wait till 2022, which I'm not that upset about because it gives them time to actually make a good video game that is not broken. Yeah. Like this year's. Yeah. I mean, not- they've definitely done a lot of patches and it's 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 better because when I did when I did universe mode like I do to do all like the way I book it and stuff, they used to like glitch like like just the people they just like disappear why <laughs> but now they don't so that's good <laughs> so we are going to discuss a little bit of everything in this episode since we all we haven't done an episode all three of us since february 27th so almost 2 months wow. so yeah that was when we were in the loft watching someone parallel park for 45 minutes that oh, was the yeah, last yeah. time <laughs> who was that, that? all three of us did we ever find out? No I don't idea. know. No idea. Like Christian. Might have been David. Maybe it was David. <laughs> Wait, he already has his license. Nah, darn it. Not David. But uh, so I think we'll start off. We'll discuss uh, a little bit about Mania. I, I discussed it by myself a little bit last episode. If you guys kind of want to give your thoughts and uh, what were your big takeaways that you liked and what were your big takeaways that you did not like? The floor is open to anyone. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, um, I did not like that my friends couldn't come up and watch Mania with me. Um, So that was a real disappointment. We did a a Zoom meeting with some friends. (laughs) So that was close to being in the same room. (laughs) That was a rough time. Um, What did you guys think about the two parts, two days worth of Mania? I liked it. Yeah. I think... I liked it, but looking back on it, I think, and we'll get into this, I'm sure, as we talk more in this conversation, I think it just allowed for maybe matches to go, certain matches to go on longer than they needed to. Um, yeah, yeah. Especially given the climate that WWE WrestleMania was taking place in. Um, yeah. So that was tough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think I they just did the two-nighter because – they are making up for not having a takeover the night before, like it was originally going to be. So, and they just ended up having all those matches on NXT over two or three weeks. Mm. It's a little frustrating to me that they're like trying to hype up NXT as its own brand and then just cancel their mania. Like, for, like so easily. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was frustrating. Cause I, I would have, there was a bunch of matches on NXT that I w- would have rather seen than some of the stuff we had to watch for mania. Oh, Oh, totally. 
Yeah, well, stay in the NXT realm. I am not happy that their women's champ has changed at all. I know Chris, oh, yeah? you agree with me. Brian is he's a Miss Woo. So <laughs> for what? <laughs> you were happy that Charlotte won. Yes. Absolutely. The only thing I didn't like was the first time she showed up with the title. Not not NXT. No, no, no. We're gonna show up on Monday Night Raw with it because that makes complete yep. sense. Complete utter sense. Now, I don't. I don't question the Queen. There's uh, where that Rhea Ripley's travel or where work visa was up, and um, but last yeah. I know, she hasn't left America yet. So uh, I don't. I don't know. I wasn't a fan. Rhea Ripley was starting to get pretty hot. And uh, I think they just derailed that way too quickly. Yeah, that's frustrating. Yeah. I don't know if it, if it's sort of like a <laughs> casualty of the virus again, you know, like having mm-hmm. to make adjustments to have, you know, citizens be <laughs> champions to protect, keep the gold in the country at least for the time being. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that was – I really didn't hate it. Both nights weren't that bad. That was one of my critiques I didn't like. Um, I mean, I'm wearing the – Nobody was going to see it, but I'm wearing my Rhea shirt right now. But yeah, uh, yeah. It, it was it was something. I will definitely get into the, the wild second night. But the first night, I'm just trying to think of it off the top of my head. Um, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross won back the tag, women's tag team titles, which they are defending, could possibly be right now. I don't know. I don't have SmackDown on. But against Carmella and Dana Brooke. That's kind of weird. That's right. So well, Carmella took her. Um, Dana Brooke took the W last week, right? Yeah, she's in the women's Money in the Bank ladder match. I can't remember when I watched that, but yeah, it's weird to see her getting a little push. I think. Well, the, the, I thought it was weird to see Apollo Cruz get a little push this week, but like I had a feeling it was coming because I was like, "There's no way they're putting MVP in the Money in the Bank ladder match." Like, no way. Oh man, I love Apollo Cruz. I love Apollo Cruz in the ring. He he needs a manager or some sort of something in the character realm, but I love his wrestling style. Mm-hmm. Well, rumor has it Paul Heyman cuz he's taken a lot of control of Raw Creative is behind this Apollo Cruz sudden okay. push thing. So, I don't know if cool. he'd become a Heyman guy. I don't I don't see that fitting, but maybe yeah, some like I don't know who'd be a good manager for him I'm trying to think. Mm. No one like comes to mind. I think he maybe a little just a little character shuffling, something a little different, spice yeah. him up, and uh, that that definitely be good for him. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, oh man, I'm sinking into my chair. See, this is the thing I do <laughs> like about quarantine, though. Like, I I I'm getting a lot more sleep. It's it's been yeah. good. <laughs> How are your guys' quarantine going out? Besides mania and uh, being kind of eh, are they going good? It's good. Keeping busy. Can't complain. Yeah. Keeping busy. And it's it's been a blessing for me because, you know, being able to spend more time uh, with my new daughter uh, that I normally wouldn't have uh, because I'm only having to go in the office a couple days a week. So that's been probably my highlight, you know, one of them, um, you know, throughout this whole thing, being able to invest more in mm-hmm. my, my newborn. Yeah, that's awesome. Awesome, awesome. So I'm just trying to think of more night one here. On uh, night one, we had what was I thought was pretty obvious, Braun Strowman beating Goldberg to become the new Universal Champion. Man. 
I, it was either him or Roman, so I'll take Strowman over Roman any day. Yeah, yeah, it's weird how they treat Goldberg. I don't know. I don't get it. <laughs> well, I, the thing with Goldberg is, that, and I'm sure we'll just, this will tie into what we're going to talk about here in a little bit, of all the cuts that they made. I don't know if you guys saw this or not, but they said it was the equivalent of how much they paid Goldberg for wow. the two matches that he did. All the cuts. That's, that's, nice. how, that's how much they paid Bill Goldberg, a 50-what-year-old man who botches his moves, $2 million mm-hmm. for two, for, per match that he did. Crazy. Crazy to that's me. That's nuts. Must be nice, man. Wow. I do, Goldberg yeah. got nothing to worry about. It's, for a, a two-minute match at Mania. Oh, yes. Yeah, a, a squash match that... Well, I will admit, I th- it went longer than I thought. I thought it was going to be like a Strowman... Boom, slam, kicks out, maybe something else. But it was a little longer than I thought yeah. it was going to go. Longer, a lot longer. But And then what I'm trying to figure out what else happened night one. Uh, the Boneyard match, which I loved. I thought that was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Styles and Taker, just they're both, you know, they're fan- one of the best, two of the best wrestlers probably of all time. And uh, what they did s- somatically. We had two yeah. of those movie-like matches, back-to-back nights. One was good, one wasn't. But that's well. I mean, or both were great. Uh, one was great, definitely. I would argue. But, I would uh, argue there same. was only one good wrestler in night one, like in that cinematic match. <laughs> Carl Anderson. No. <laughs> 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 um, no, I was. I don't know. I'm just I've never been a big AJ fan. Like I guess I guess I like him for what he is, but I don't know. I didn't get excited. And maybe it's because I didn't pay attention and wasn't able to watch all of the build up to it and like the storyline and stuff and like I know like it got like real personal and everything, you know, involving Taker's wife and him saying stuff about that and things like that, but I guess I don't know. I'm just kind of like I just look at AJ Styles as like this little ant that that undertaker is just going to squash anyway because it's taker it's like you know mm-hmm. not like he's versing brock lesnar yeah. or like we just talked about braun Strowman even so um mm-hmm. i didn't i was excited to see what they were going to do with it but i wasn't like there wasn't any in my mind i was just like there's no way they're gonna like there's no way aj defeats the taker in a boneyard like there's just no way in my yeah. mind yeah no um, yeah, I didn't think he was going to win from the beginning because, um, well, I mean, we really didn't know what to expect from the beginning. But either way, I, I, I didn't think AJ was winning. But every time I bring up AJ, I have to bring up former PPW Tag Team Champion AJ Styles. I have to say that every time. Nice. Uh, I really did that <laughs> back in the day. I really did like how they basically made it a uh, a horror movie towards the end for AJ. Like he was just like trying to get away yeah, from him. I really liked it. Yeah, I'm not a horror guy, but I like that. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty good. So night one, yeah, that's like the main points there that you can remember that sticks in your brain. Uh, night two was the night that probably stuck most in everybody's brain, and I think we'll we'll just go right into the nitty-gritty. Yes. Oh, John yeah. Cena versus Bray Wyatt in the Firefly Funhouse match. Uh, everyone heard my opinion our last episode two weeks ago. I'm going to let you guys kind of give yours and then we'll dispute. So take it away. <laughs> <laughs> I like the nervous laugh. <laughs> yeah. 
I think he's nervous because it's two on one, Brian. That's what it is. Yeah, oh, I, that's right. I don't, I don't know how I'm gonna come out of this. It doesn't have to be two on one. It could be. It could be one on one. One on one. Triple threat. I mean, yeah. I mean, we're just. Let's be honest. We're just sharing our opinions here. Um. Hmm. I mean, I've always, from my childhood, you know, ever since John Cena was introduced, I feel like, um. I've just always been a a big John Cena fan and I'm not, I don't apologize for that in any way, shape or form. Um, I know there's a lot of people out there that feel like he's overplayed and just overhyped and this, that, the other, like he didn't deserve everything that he got throughout his entire WWE career. But I think he was always loyal to the company. And I, I don't know. I always appreciated his character, whether it was the doctor of thugonomics all the way to like the current Cena, um, you know, I loved as a kid, just seeing him come out with the different jerseys of the cities on and everything. And anywho, uh, but the Firefly Funhouse match, I, I would say the only reason I really didn't enjoy it is just because like, I don't know, they made it seem, I don't know. It made it seem like it was easy for the fiend. At least this is again, I, I, I've only watched it once. I didn't go back and rewatch it or anything on the network, but it just, it made it seem like it was easy for the fiend to just, you know, dismantle one of the greatest of all time, in my opinion, wrestlers. And so I think that's why, because we had that whole chat going afterwards, I was like super hot about it because I was just like, it was stupid. Like this, that. <laughs> I was totally like, you know, just full of emotion from it. And don't, don't get me wrong. I still feel that way. Um, but at the same yeah. time, I know, uh, you know, it, it was, we say match, a Firefly Funhouse match. And for those, obviously, if it's yeah. Just, yeah, they can't see me doing my air quotes. Um, you know, it was a, it was more of a cinematic, you know, even more so than the, the Boneyard match was, it was more entertainment, obviously, um, than, than actual, 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 actual action, (laughs) uh, wrestling, I should say. So I think, you know, for, if you're looking at it from that, then I'm sure there were so many people that enjoyed it. And like, again, I don't mind the Fiend's character, you know, I think it's, cool how they've kind of reinvented Bray Wyatt in that sense but mm. I don't know I again I'm just a Cena guy through and through so it's hard for me to to like for anybody to tell me different so um yeah. but again I I hope I hope Cena's not completely done with WWE I don't think he is I think he'll it'll kind of be like a Hulk Hogan thing where he'll kind of like be I don't know if he'll ever be done yeah he'll always right, be relevant right. I feel like at some point um I just never want it to get to the point of we just talked about Goldberg, like where he's just old and botching his moves and stuff. Like sure. I still yeah. think from an athletic yeah. standpoint, he's a way better athlete than Goldberg ever was. Yeah. Um, he's still super strong uh, and everything. Like I watch, I watch a lot of the off out of the ring stuff with him anyway. So, you know, whether it's on other people's YouTube channels or whatever, anyway, I've blabbled babbled long, long enough. I will, I will let Chris uh, have a rebuttal. Uh, to to my (laughs) if at at all (laughs) for me it was just like the best match of the ever I I still think like for me maybe ever and again I'm very comfortable like I talked to you guys about like not using the word match I mean I I don't I'm not like attached to that word because I get that there wasn't a whole lot of wrestling involved Um, but like every good match tells a good story and I feel like uh, this was just the most like eyes glued to the TV nonstop storytelling that I've ever seen. Um, and so for me, and honestly, I, I am, I, I 
kind of like when they jump off of high stuff, but like the wrestling for me, like is not what I come for, you know? So I come for storytelling and sometimes that happens in the ring. Sometimes it happens in a character and there's a lot of ways that it happens. But, um, so for me, this match, the, the, the fun house match was like, uh, I, I have not like paid that close attention to a match probably ever. And I think for me, I think you're, I think because of this, this, uh, again, I'll use air quote match. Uh, you're seeing it, uh, the kind of different types of fans that you have in WWE, those who are more focused on the story and those who are more focused on the wrestling. And I think for me, maybe it's because of what I, what we've been conditioned to expect. Like you expect most of the storytelling to be done outside of the ring or like leading up to the actual match. And then they just have it out. Um, like, like again, like with Undertaker and Shawn Michaels, you know, years ago and, and, and just other matches, you know, the, the rock and Cena or the rock and Hulk Hogan, you know, like those, like the, it was, the story was leading up to the match, not so much within the match itself for, and I think it's cause you're just like, yeah, okay, there's all this drama and then they're going to get in the ring and they're just going to duke it out. You know, like that's always how I've viewed it through that lens. And again, I think that's why it was so polarizing for me to be like, what did I just watch? Like, like, why? Yeah. Why did they do this to Cena? <laughs> and I can see that, like, being disappointed that Cena lost, not quickly. It was not a quick match, but, like, um, seemingly quickly because the wrestling part wasn't so prominent. Right. Um, but so I can see that. But for me, it didn't, like, make Cena look weak. Like, for me, it was – it was. I was just looking at – the match time was 13 minutes. So, like, we had this full um, – breaking down of Cena mentally. I think that's kind of what it was for me was like, it was this mental breakdown, this mental attack. Um, and that's why for me, it was, it was still a great payoff. It didn't seem to me like Cena look, looked weak. Um, it did seem like the fiend looked strong, but to me, it, I don't think Cena hurt there. Yeah. Now that I had time to fully digest it and I, I yeah, I still didn't like the way how it went, but some of the aspects made sense to me. The, the whole NWO thing I get completely because back in, what was it, 2012, 2013, when they contemplated turning Cena heel and, like, that part I get going over because you started at the beginning of his career, like, the match, the air quote match, went. It started with his career and, you know, ruthless aggression. Where ruthless aggression. <laughs> and uh, so I, I got that part. I got the, the NWO thing completely because – uh, it talks about it explains how Cena went through his head that he might have turned heel however many years ago, and I'm sure people would have ate it up. And I still contemplate if he did that, who would have been members of his NWO? That's besides the point. But I mean, it's I am I teeter the line. I yes, I come for the storytelling, but I also come for the athletic ability and the wrestling that's done. I, I I'm really down the middle. I you know a little bit of both. But if I were to lean away, I am more guy. I'm a guy that really likes the wrestling aspect of it. That's that's probably the main reason I didn't like it. Yeah, I just I don't know that that's like a fair dichotomy, you know, like because when they get to the match, that is an extension. That's a part of the storytelling. So like mm-hmm. a, a good match tells a story. Um, so like <clears throat> someone is you know, the underdog story. That's just like, they're the time a uh, Marco stunt, you know, <laughs> he's like beating all the, in AEW, he's beating all these giant people, but like, 
that this the, even the match is a part of the story where he gets thrown around or somebody's like uh getting a limb targeted or something like that um i, I think even a good match is a part of the story it's just being told in a different way mm-hmm. so well we've all given our grievances that didn't go as bad as I thought it was going to. I was very we already got that out in the chat. <laughs> yeah, we, I think we got it out like the night it happened. We got all of our our negative energy. We got it all out then. <laughs> um, so besides WrestleMania, which, again, I still think it was for what we're going through right now as the world as a whole, they did a fantastic job um, yeah. keeping us entertained for back-to-back nights. That's the thing I, I, I saw a lot of hate on social media that oh they shouldn't be doing this they should have just postponed it like there's no point in having it i'm like well the thing i i I remember i respond to someone and i was like here's the thing you have to appreciate that they're trying to keep us entertained for what was it the first night was like three hours and then the the second night was almost four hours so seven hours over two nights that they kept us entertained whereas if you were to postpone it we have no way of knowing how long it would have been and then some of the stories that you've already built up towards it would die because you've postponed it for so long so that's i props to wwe i don't like to give them a lot of props but props to wwe uh for that but like i said we'll get into the not giving wwe props we had what was it i'm calling black wednesday last last week um let me pull up the list here wwe cleaned house Big time. Oh, I lost the Zoom. I still hear you, though, so that's good. Um, let's pull up the list here. So we'll start, I'll start at the top, kind of the bigger names. Uh, one of the biggest named releases uh, was Rusev, uh, which was absolutely shocking. Um, wow. But I think this could be, you know, everyone looks at it in a dark way. Um, like Tornado Tag, I was listening uh, to their episode. Everyone's just kind of looking at it in a bad way. Oh, look, there. They all got fired. Like, this is terrible. Look at it in as positive, positive aspect. Or some of these people, it's going to help them greatly. I mean, it's going to help them succeed outside sure. of WWE. Could make them even more money in shirt sales or whatever, even if they were in WWE. Like, uh, Rusev, I think, is a guy that is going to fit perfectly in all elite wrestling. I think he is going to, like, Co- Cody and the Bucks know what they're doing. And so does... I don't like to give Khan a ton of credit. I like to, I like to give Cody all the credit, but Khan deserves yeah. some credit. Cody who? Uh, what else is here? Cody. Cody, Cody Rhodes. Rhodes. That's right. That's, That's right. right. Got his name back. And he's turning <laughs> brunette again. I don't know. That, that's irrelevant. But he posted on Twitter, I'm becoming a brunette again. That's it. The, oh, the good. bleach blondness is dying. It's disappearing. Yeah. So, uh, so we got Rusev. We had Drake Maverick, which we can probably discuss this for a few minutes, which yeah. is a very confusing uh, scenario. I'm not sure. Uh, he lost at the Cruiserweight interim tournament that they were doing the other night. Um, but it's still, still making it seem like he's giving it a go to stay. What are, I want, what are your guys' thoughts on that and the, the video he put out the day he was released? I know I mentioned to you guys I, when I saw that video, like I'm usually a – generally optimistic person but when i saw that video and everyone's like oh it's so sad that he's crying and he's losing his job and i was like maybe or or maybe he's like making a last ditch effort to like get over with the fans because he knows he has what at least one more match 
Um, mm-hmm. And what it keeps coming back to in my mind is one of the cruiserweight um, tournament matches where Cedric Alexander put on this incredible match and um, the, the crowd chanted, please sign Cedric. And then Triple H walked out and he like gave him a thumbs up to the crowd and like said, okay, or something. And, uh, and now we have Cedric Alexander and I, who knows if he was already going to be signed or not. Um, but it just yeah. seemed to me that he was appealing to the people trying to get over and say, and say like, Hey, if I can get them emotionally behind me, then I might keep my job. Yeah, it's 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 an interesting scenario. That's all I can say. At first, I thought yeah. it was my mind went racing because someone else who's going to come up later on this list, EC3. I immediately thought of those two and the absolute great chemistry that they had over Impact and what they did for Impact yeah. Wrestling. So my mind, I was like, bam, bam, they're both going back. This is going to be great. Impact's going to be. <laughs> Impact's already kind of on the map. I wouldn't say they're they're crazy on the map. They're already there, but citing someone like Drake Maverick back as what's his spud? Oh my gosh, it's spud something. What what was his name? I don't know. Uh, Rockstar Spud. That's what it was. Um, and uh, him and EC3, they did fantastic stuff over there. So that's immediately where my mind went. But now I'm like, I don't know. Is he really gone yeah. or is he there? Like, cause he was he was a good manager. Like. He, when he managed Show 5 Live, he was the manager of AOP, ironically, for a hot minute. Um, and he's yeah. a decent wrestler, too. So it's like, I'm not sure exactly where the whole Drake Maverick situation is going. But yeah, scroll down the list a little more. After Drake Maverick here, we got, we'll bunch these guys together. Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson, who basically main evented WrestleMania, which yeah, nice. is... This crazy is to the most say. surprising one for me. Yeah. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. of that. Yeah, they put on a great show with AJ and Taker, and it's like, you know what? Merry Christmas, guys. We're going to release you. I just, I don't know. I, I know Carl Anderson's back to his machine gun on all of his social media. The machine gun, Carl, I don't know what it is. I got to pay more attention. But uh, so <laughs> I think he made it really seem like he is gung-ho on going back to New Japan. And yeah. I don't know how Gallows is uh, as far as that as well. I, I'm honestly going to be surprised. I know they, they had a lot of success over there before. That's why they got signed to WWE how many years ago in the first place because of their absolute great success. If you notice, WWE likes to sign the guys who do really well in Japan. So uh, yep. I don't they might go back. They might go to AEW because, I mean, the people that they were buddies with are in AEW when they're part of the, you know, the Bullet Club. And, you know, you got Kenny over there. You got Cody. You got the Bucks. So that would make sense. I mean, New Japan makes sense. I, I'm looking at this list, and I, I feel bad, but I'm trying to figure out how any of these people fit in Ring of Honor. I see maybe one or two going there, but I'm just like, eh? Like, I don't – there's one guy I think would fit fantastic in Ring of Honor, and he's later down the list. We'll, we'll discuss it. But um, that's the thing. I feel the one company that's being you know kind of left out of the loop of all these releases is, is Ring of Honor, which is sad because I'm a huge Ring of Honor guy. Um, former guy that was at PPW recently, Dad Moff, he signed a multi-year contract with them. Like He's you know a big deal over at Ring of Honor, which is why one of the reasons I like it. And I don't know, are you guys familiar? I did it uh, a couple weeks ago on our episode. Are you guys familiar with Danhausen? No. No. 
so Dan Housen is <laughs> he's a very interesting character that Ring of Honor has off and on. Um, he's kind of like the demon Finn Balor all the time, but he's a goof. Like if the demon Finn Balor was a comedy character, that's what Dan Housen is. It's I it's my cup of tea, that's for sure. But uh, that's like some of the people that immediately come to my mind when I think Ring of Honor. But so yeah, we got way off track from Gallows to Dan Housen. But, uh, <laughs> I was about to say, Curtis, if we're gonna start talking more about Ring of Honor, you know who's really big into Ring of Honor now is Ted Healy. So he discovered it oh, really? on his his uh, his channels on satellite. Yeah, on cable. Yeah, I the text yeah. nonstop about it. He's like, you gotta watch it. And I, I've I've watched it before, but yeah, he's super into it now. <laughs> it's great. Yeah, that's the thing. Ring of Honor is they have great wrestlers. It's just they're not n- names per se. They have v- very talented people. They do. Um, Shane Taylor, Matt Taven, who is one of the best wrestlers in the world, in my opinion. Um, Roosh, who is the world champ once again. PCO, which is he's that character I really like. Uh, kind of like a, a Frank. Fan of PCO. You don't like PCO? Oh, I, I like, like the PCO. character that he took on in. in- well, I mean, I saw him in the Indies like once or twice, and I just feel like he could not move at all. I mean, he he's different now. I mean, like he jumps off of stuff he shouldn't, but <laughs> like, yeah. I, I don't know. I just wasn't a fan of him when I saw him a couple times. Yeah, he definitely, you could tell. He is, I will admit that, he is a little stiff, like he's a little slow in the ring. Yeah. But then again, he's like 50, 51 years old. He's sure, doing sure. a heck of a lot better than Goldberg, so I'll give him props <laughs> to that. Um so, all right, next on the list here, we d- discussed a little bit about him with Drake Maverick, and that's EC3. Yes. Um, I'm excited. He is, I don't know if you guys have seen some of the stuff he's posted on social media, but he has gone full. I am going to be the baddest heel out there uh, as far yeah. as the independent goes, which I'm excited for because that's, that's the role he fits into best. When he first came yeah. into WWE, they everybody loved it because they knew who EC3 was. So they so they cheered for him and they made him a face. And I didn't think that really worked, which is part of the reason probably why he got buried so quickly and uh, part of the reason he's been released. Um, but I don't know if he goes back to the, I I want to say Impact because PPW and Impact have this great relationship, which I love because Impact is one yeah. of my favorite promotions out there. But like seeing EC3 in a and Hazleton would be pretty cool. I'm just, I'm just saying. Uh, <laughs> so but impact, but it, AEW makes more sense. Um, gonna offer him, you know, he, they're gonna offer him, they're gonna throw money at him, absolutely, because once again, really, he, he is very talented. I think absolutely is a strong word. I, I, because like, it's one of my favorite. They words. are getting hit. they are getting hit with a with the coronavirus too you know like they Mm -hmm. have to make some decisions they can't scoop up everybody out of this group um and i doubt that they could scoop up everybody that they want even um oh they probably can't now and i don't know that they want everybody yeah they probably don't (laughs) yeah they probably don't i mean because they don't want to do the same thing that wwe did Mm -hmm. Mm I was just going to say, I wonder, I wonder if there's going to be decisions made, you know, going, coming back to uh, the pandemic here. I wonder if there's going to be decisions made about where PPW is held because 
in our region, if you're listening to this and you're not from Pennsylvania or you're from another part of the country, um, you know, for our huge uh, nationwide audience. Um, yeah, right. Hazleton is like <laughs> one of the epicenters for our for the the region yeah. uh, currently for like in Pennsylvania, at least that's close to us other than Philadelphia. That is like one of the biggest kind of ground zeros for the coronavirus. So I almost wonder, is Paul Bo mm-hmm. and the rest of the company going to have to make some tough decisions of, hey, we're going to have to try another locale, maybe bring more shows to Scranton for the time being? I don't know. Um, I like that idea. You know, oh, I love that idea. <laughs> it's closer uh, drive for us. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it is. But uh, here's the thing. I was listening to the podcast they did a couple weeks ago, Keeping It Real, with, okay. with Paul Bo, with EJ, and with Scott Finout, Philip J. Bravado, whatever you want to call him. And they were optimistic. I, I felt bad because they felt really optimistic for May. And this is before, you know, masks and everything became mandatory and Wolf said all this other stuff. But I was thinking the whole time, I'm like, I don't think we're going to see PPW. Unfortunately, unless, like you're saying, they agree on other locations. In Hazleton, I'm thinking not till September. Maybe even longer because September is when they do the anniversary show, which is one of the best shows that they put on during the year. Mm. It's just, I mean, of course, we, we know a spot. I don't want to put it out there, but uh, we know a spot that we'd love PPW to come to. <laughs> and PPW knows that we would love for them to come there. Um, but the, definitely the mall at Scranton was, I've been, I've been to the one. They had it twice. They had it in August and they had it with Impact. I, I think that's a great location because it's it's i uh, what what's the other about? what was that other spot that you were talking about you mean the one that i don't want to say what's the one that you don't want to say i think you know brian <laughs> is it in very close should proximity I, should i uh, to where it, i work to where well yeah well no well yeah kind of <laughs> i don't is like it, yeah 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 is it the rock I, recreational I, I, complex <laughs> Not that close. Okay, I don't think that's big enough. I don't think it's big enough. No, um, it's a place where it's the place where you worked for a long time, Brian. Long, long time. Oh, that'd be Very long. that'd be super neat. So, what? <laughs> It'd be super neat. Super neat. So, I I think we could make yeah. it happen too. I think it's gonna happen. I I'm not just saying that to be like, oh yeah. I think it's gonna happen. Oh man. I really do. Only we knew people who worked there, though. Well, that's the thing. Thankfully, I we all have your foot in the door. Oh, it's rough. Uh, Yeah, it's oh man, it is terrible. Would you believe the guy that's the director of that place won't talk to me? It's unbelievable. (laughs) It's crazy. But uh, no, I uh, you know again, I'm I'm definitely missing PBW. I'm missing all the people. Uh, Like Chris and I had a the our last experience was like the best experience ever. And now we only got the little taste of it because everything's canceled now. Just so I'm definitely taste. missing being backstage, uh, which is, Ryan, you're going to get to experience that hopefully next show that happens. But I can't wait to location-wise. Oh, bask in your glory. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, myself personally, I'm not going anywhere near Hazleton for a long, long time. I'm not. That's just me. And tell us how you really feel. <laughs> how I really feel? No, you don't want me to tell you how I really feel. But uh, yeah, it's great. 
like we were just saying, it's great. It will be cool. And for those of you who watched the live stream I did a few weeks ago, we had a couple guests on. We had uh, Tony from Tornado Tag. We had Tom Smith on Flex Nutrition, which was great chat with him. And then we had uh, the Dark Horse, the current PPWYLN television champion, Johnny Moran, was on. Had a great conversation with him. And he discussed that he, how he was a huge part in this agreement or this relationship between PPW and the Steam Town Mall. So big. I think we have to uh, give Johnny Moran props that wrestling happens in the mall now. So which is which is awesome. Yeah. I know neither of you have had the chance to to go, but it's it is an experience. And I, I this is not a sponsor. This is not a plug. Don't sue me. But Annie Ann's, huge shout out to Annie Ann's because they were the only thing opened while the show was going on. So, uh, on the count of three, say your favorite product of Annie Ann's. One, two, three. Cinnamon pretzels. Pretzel bites. Wow, Chris, thank you for participating. (laughs) Chris is like, I refuse to answer that question. I'm not an Annie Ann's guy. I'm what kind of guy are you then? Yeah, what kind of guy are you then? Yeah. <laughs> I'm a can't afford it kind of guy. <laughs> Ooh. Ouch. Fair enough. There was always one in my wall, the mall that I grew up, you know, hanging out at. And I was just like, I only brought enough money to get a Chinese, you know, the Chinese oh, restaurant. Solid, for solid a choice. Too. Shout out to Panda Express. <laughs> and not the standalone locations because Pennsylvania is not cool enough to have one of those. <laughs> I'm so lost. I don't eat Chinese, so you completely just Stop. lost. Stop! What's you don't eat Chinese food? It's tragic. N- never I, have and never will. Look, you woke up my dog. My dog is upset by. <laughs> He's leaving. He's leaving because of this. He's like this storming is, out. This is blasphemy. <laughs> oh, he's caught on my mic cable. Tragedy. Oh man. But uh, yeah. So man, you made me lose my place on the list because we, <laughs> we we got all excited about. PPW possible locations and uh, let's just say if that one happens that I'm not going to say because I don't want to get my hopes up it's <laughs> let's just say that's going to be awesome quote the mist oh gosh. all right let me find my way back on the list here we, we, okay, we left off that my UC. wife my fun fact about my wife she hates the Miz. really <laughs> oh yeah she's she's very big into those uh like the challenge shows on MTV and everything. And he hosts, he's hosted them and she's like, he's so dumb. <laughs> well, aren't those really old though? They're still going on, man. Oh but man. For, I don't know. I don't know. Anything. For, they are for us old people who like watch them growing up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We even know yeah, what the could... real world is, Curtis. <laughs> oh, oh, Hey, ever since my 18th birthday. Yeah. I'm slowly finding out uh, what the real world is. And, uh, it's not exactly a nice place, but it's all right. <laughs> no, he doesn't. <laughs> all right. Well, let's look at the list here. Sorry. Gold Dust. I'm watching old WWE stuff, and Gold Dust just popped up, and it triggered so many memories. Uh, all right. So next on the list was the, the man who could never win but won at Mania 35, Kurt Hawkins. Um, that's disappointing. Pointing, I don't know. I was ever big Kurt Hawkins nah. guy. Um, nah. it's th- that's a yeah, I agree with you. That's kind of like a mad release. Like, it's like, all right, 
is what it is. Brian, any thoughts on Kurt Hawkins? Leaving? None at all. Yeah, see that that's how important Kurt Hawkins. The only, is the only there's only two Hawkins in my life, and that's one that's like Hawkins Middle School, you know, for Stranger Things, and uh, Sadie Hawkins <laughs> Dance by Reliant K, the song. So, oh, oh, oh. So there you go. Whoa. So Kurt, know. Oh, I, I never knew you depart. <laughs> yeah, I don't know where he'll go. I I don't know. Because I know he helps. Uh, he runs a company up in New York where there a, a couple PPW people uh, appear on occasion. I am blanking on the name of uh, Creative Pro Wrestling. That's what it's called. Um, he, him, and I think it's just him who runs it. I'm not sure if Zach runs it with him or not, but uh, he runs that company. I don't know if he'll uh, go big or he's gonna have to sell all of his toys now in order to make money. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Next on the list, one. One of my, I'm not, I'm not even joking. One of my all-time favorite wrestlers is on this list, and he got released. And that's Heath Slater. I am very disappointed that Heath Slater He's is the one-man band. Exactly. He's got Yo, kids. I think he can run with this thing on the independent circuit. Oh, yeah. But buy my shirts. Buy my 8 by 10s Get my autograph. I got kids. I got fired. Like there's a Absolutely. shirt on Pro Wrestling Tees that says I got fired, which I am so tempted yeah, to Yeah, I saw that. But, you know, money's tight because we're living in this awesome thing. But uh, I, I think he could run with you're that. You're an essential worker, and... Curtis. I don't know what you're talking about. No, I'm That's not. Right. you got to nope. be flipping those patties. No, sir. I have not flipped patties in four weeks. So. What? Yeah. I, I, that was a personal decision. Um. I do a lot, and I'm around a lot of elderly yeah. people a lot. Mm. So I don't, I didn't want to take a risk because, because you guys, some of you guys know, my grandparents live two doors down from me, and my my mom and I, oh, put it out there, my mom and I, we go grocery shopping for them, so they don't have to leave the house, and so, and of course, we, my dad's grandma or my dad's mom, ooh, my dad's grandma is still alive. That'd be impressive, but uh, my dad's mom, she uh, lives out at the meadows. And of course, we, we get stuff for her too. So it's just that was, uh, of course, I don't mind being home because I can play 2K for hours upon hours, <laughs> and I'm I have to have all my uh, work done in less than a month so I can graduate. So we're we're working on we're working on that too. Uh, nice. So yeah, he's Slater. He got fired, but he's got kids. Next on the list, one of my favorite Impact wrestlers or TNA back in the day, Eric Young, EY. Any thoughts on EY from you guys? I'm a big, big Sanity fan. I loved EY. I was crushed to see how they wrecked him on Raw. Um, but he, I think, I don't know if he will do well because it's been so long since he did well, but I think mm -hmm. he could do well. I think he could do well. And I, I, a lot of people are saying that um, that's a wrestler that's not going to be on AEW's target. That's going to be more of an impact or even a ring of honor. Like there's someone, yeah, this yeah. wasn't the person I was thinking of for ring of honor, but I think he, cause ring of honor doesn't have like, when I think ring of honor, I think Matt Taven. And if you go to some random wrestling fan, that's not into the independent scene, they're going to be like, who is Matt Taven? Like, yeah. I think Eric young would be there. He'd be there. John, John Cena. You had to put that. I know. Chris probably don't like me using that, but he's that rock. He could be the rock. <laughs> I did it. For I don't. The rock. I don't know. I like him as that crazy 
like un, unhinged kind of sanity guy. I liked him in sanity a lot. Mm-hmm. I liked him back when uh, one of the current owners of Impact Wrestling, uh, Scott Demore, was the manager of Team Canada back in the day. It was it was Eric Young, it was Bobby Roode, um, two other guys. It was a fantastic faction back in the day uh, for TNA. So I really, I really, I really like that. So I really hope he goes back. And I think I don't think he's gonna go back with that scream ah kind of guy. Because that's what WWE made him, and uh, it didn't really get him a lot of success. So he might go back to the character that got him that TNA World Championship years ago. Um, So we'll have to wait and see. It's going to be interesting. Uh, Someone else. I keep losing my place on this. You guys keep forgetting about Kurt Angle, though. Is is he even on this (laughs) list? How far down is he? No, he's not on this list. This is the talent list. Yeah, but he got he did get released though by the company, correct? I didn't even know he was technically still working for the company. Yeah, yeah he's been a producer. I, I had, which is sad, you know, got the same name, spells it the same way. You think I'd know that he was still working for the company? <laughs> but is what it is. I don't know if he'll go to a, like a management role over in AEW. Um, maybe go back to Impact because he, he had a big role there stint, years ago. He had that stint over um, there. Be interesting. It, yeah, he did. It's It'll be interesting to see what he does. He's definitely not wrestling again. Uh, of course, everyone says they're retired, but then they always have – they always come back. I'm trying to think of an example off the top of my head, but I can't at the moment. But uh, someone who recently retired – not recently, but kind of before this corona thing happened – I'm very sad. And Gilberg, uh, he retired oh, no. from wrestling. And I was super sad about that. His last, do you guys take, care to take a guess who his last match was against? Elmsworth. Yep, bingo. <laughs> really? Yeah, Whoa. his last match was against James Ellsworth. Um, I forget. I think it was a promotion in Maryland. Um, I know that they have a great relationship. Those two, they kind of have a shot in the dark. <laughs> well, he looked. Yeah, yeah Chris, wow. you looked so surprised when you when I said, <laughs> "Yep." <laughs> it was. It was James Ellsworth who, who who likes to make surprise appearances at PPW every now and then. Right, uh, Brian. Brian, remember that that one night? That was was that the night that it was a thousand degrees, or was that the month before? Oh, I remember. Oh, it was. It was it was hot no matter what. So yeah, J- June and July were both. I think it was June because it was Mer- it was your girl Mercedes Martinez versus <laughs> Ali Rex. That's right. And then he came out and he made fun of him. That's right. I remember now. <laughs> I but, made uh, fun of him. No, 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 no. Ellsworth came out and uh, cut a okay. promo on him. You know. That, oh, that's that right. Heel. Yeah. That crazy good heel that Ellsworth is. Um. Yeah. So. So, all right, next on the list here, Leo Rush. Um, he has what fought one of PPW's stars, uh, Casey Navarro, before he signed with WWE. Hmm. Uh, I know he, he's, he's known to have an attitude problem. That's, you know, I, I've heard that. But he's yeah. young. He's 23 years old, but he's extremely talented. Like, for so those, those people who like flippy flips, he is someone to watch. Uh, he is fantastic. One of the best cruiserweights that WWE had. Um, I'm excited to see where he goes. 
he's another shot in the dark guy. Like I have, like I have no clue where he could, he could fit anywhere. Honestly, I could see him fitting in an AEW. I could see him fitting in an Impact Zone. Um, yep. That's that's an weird one. I know we gotta get going through this list though, because there are a lot of people. Uh, Aiden English. No one really cares. Sarah <laughs> Logan. Sarah Logan. Yeah. It seemed like they were doing something there with her for a minute, and now it's it's gone. Yeah. It has disappeared. I mean, it seemed like they forced trying to do something with her for a long time, and it just never panned out. It never panned out. Yeah, exactly. Uh, who else next on the list? I Eric Rowan. saved on my phone somewhere. Sorry. I was just going to say I have a, a clip on my phone somewhere where I have um, Sarah Logan doing a promo and making like four <laughs> grammatical or like pronunciation errors <laughs> in one promo. It was, wow. I'll find it and send it to you. It's so good. Definitely. Please do. Oh, man. Yeah, promos are not easy for everybody. It is what it is. That's it, man. <laughs> I tell you what, I was considering going to wrestling school to become a manager because, I mean, you, got, you guys know me for a while. I, I definitely like to talk. Uh, so yeah. I feel like I, I, love, I love rooting for heels. So I feel like I, I, I said in my last episode, a, a, group of, a group of my friends from camp, um, I was telling him that Curtis is the nicest guy you'll ever meet, but Kurt is a total jerk. I mean, that guy is <laughs> terrible. So I already have my, I already have my heel gimmick figured out. I mean, now I just need to become a heel manager. But the question is, who do I, who do I manage in PPW? That's a heel. Drew mm. Adams. Yeah. Well, he already has his posse though. He has that run really big guy. And this other guy who looks like he wants to be a UFC fighter, like I, I don't know. I, Drew Adams I feel like could that's totally played use out me. at this point. Yeah, I think it has too. Um, I'm trying to remember if he came out with them when he tagged with Lena Lennox at the last PBW show. Uh, I I don't remember so. that. I don't think they came out with him either. Because uh, that night, man, I don't really remember much of the matches. I remember the the interviews that. If you haven't checked out our interviews and you're listening, just search uh, YouTube, the PA Pile Driver Podcast. All of our interviews are up there, as well as are on IGTV at the PA Pile Driver Podcast. Or you could just search it on Facebook, the PA Pile Driver Podcast. We have a Twitter, but I don't know what the handle is. So uh, we'll get back <laughs> to you on that. I created it. I have no idea what the handle is. Are we on TikTok? So, but anyways... No, we are not on TikTok. <laughs> we could be though. I am not a TikTok. But th- you want to run the TikTok? Go ahead, man. Let just you guys do that. I don't. I, I, was, I, was, I was on that. Tri- well, that that meme that I mentioned you in, I was literally dying because I just immediately thought of you, and it was I. I was laughing so hard when just I saw waiting that. for oh, my what? perfect moment and opportunity. <laughs> Your, your opportunity. I have ideas. I just need people to execute them with. <laughs> well, I love how saying Eric Rowan gets us all the way to having a TikTok. That's that's very weird. <laughs> but Eric Rowan released maybe Dark Order, maybe not. Who knows? Um, while while we're on Dark Order, uh, former PPW uh, regular Cody Vance, uh, now known in AEW as Preston Vance, uh, has joined the Dark Order. So I thought that was pretty cool seeing a seeing a guy that was at PPW for 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 a hot minute, a couple months. Uh, one of my favorite guys went when he was there. So uh, congrats to him. 
and uh, the Dark Order is not exactly a fantastic faction, but it's a faction that's oh, on I a major wrestling cup. I there's so much hate for them on social media that at least some of the stuff I read that they think hmm. it's the worst worst fact. I don't think they're horrible. Really? I like the, the. I think they're great. I I like Brody Lee. The thing is, he needs to work on his promo game. I think a little bit. He's not terrible, but him being locked in WWE, not talking for so long, not cutting yeah. promos, kind of made him a little, you know, rusty, a little uneasy. But I love yep. the shots that he took at Vince McMahon weeks, yep. the first couple weeks in. I thought it was fantastic. So, all right, Eric Rowan, Dark Order, maybe, maybe not. Who knows? Uh, next two guys here will bun- bundle them together. Primo and Epico. <laughs> totally forgot they were employed. Um, they'll just go <laughs> down to Mexico, and I think they were already wrestling for their father's promotion or whatever. So uh, I don't even know how that was possible. But Primo and Epico, uh, and here's the guy that I was originally thinking of for Ring of Honor, uh, and I'll group these two people together. Mike and Maria Canellas uh, were released. Mm. I, I'm a huge Mike Canellas fan. I don't know why. There's just something about him that I r- really like. I just do. He's not, you know, he's not the biggest guy, but I've seen him. At, when they let him work, he he can wrestle. Like he is, he's not the best, but he's one of one of the good ones out there. So I think he would fit fantastic in a Ring of Honor situation, whereas he would come in, be that top guy, um, and just kind of run through everybody, make himself into a star um, and get himself known on the indie yeah. scene. Uh, he, he would be someone that I really would love to see uh, PPW bring in. And Maria Canales, I mean, his manager, what, what else do you really want to put there? I mean, it's Maria Canales. All right, after them. <laughs> one, one of my favorite, res- I said this before, but Zack Ryder, woo, 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 has been released. Which woo, is, woo, woo. That was a sh- kind of a shock to me. I was a little yeah, shocked sound because he's been at the company forever. Forever. Yep. I mean, former United States champion, former Intercontinental champion, former tag team champion. Uh, he, he almost had that grand slam. All he needed was WWE. Yeah. Uh, I hope he go. I, I don't know if you guys saw. I, I know, Chris, you saw it, but the thing I shared about him and Cody Rhodes becoming a tag team in AEW and the, the, so the sweet life of Zach and Cody and, oh, I think that that would be a ratings monster. Uh, yep. Especially with all like, yeah. Oh no, was Zach and Cody big when I was young? They were kind of when I was when I was like ten, eleven. They were kind of dying. Um, so <laughs> maybe older kids than me, college kids, we'll put it like that. Be good with that demographic. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think that'd be cool. I think he can definitely shine though outside of WWE just because of what he did in WWE is, is going to help him. Uh, I think some of these other people do WWE wouldn't help them as far as what they did there to boost what they're going to do now after this whole thing ends. Um, It's going to be interesting with a lot of these. So I'm going to, after this next person, we're just going to fly through. Uh, No way, Jose. Um, I've already requested to PPW that if they bring no way Jose in, I would like to be part of the conga line. And that has now been put on, the podcast waves i want to be a part of the no way jose conga line it's official i do i'll wear my pa pile driver podcast shirt and like there we go <laughs> free publicity like come on that's right i, you deserve I want to be part of it 
You guys want to be part of the conga line with me? I think that'd I'm be in. fun. All, all three of us will be in the No Way Jose conga line. I'm Brian, you good, in? Absolutely. I'm a pretty good conga line guy. I'm. I tell you what, I'm, 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 I'm very, I'm very fun at weddings. If you get in a conga line with me, I was just gonna say that I'm a legend at some of my cousin's weddings, as far as the conga line goes. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> been known, so I've known to participate in a conga line a time or two. <laughs> That's for all sure. right. Some of the, we'll go through some of these NXT names. Not familiar with a lot of, not some of them, not all. Uh, Deanna Peraza. Uh, that's an unfortunate one. Oh man, I'm gonna have a fun time pronouncing some of these. Alexander Jasic, <laughs> uh, MJ Jenkins, Dan Matha. Dan Matha is a beast. I I was huge on him, and I was so confused at why WWE wasn't using him. Um, but I I was a big Dan Matha guy. Hopefully he can go and uh, do some big things somewhere else. Uh, Alyssa Marino. Oh man. I tell you what, I cannot wait to go to school for broadcasting so I can learn how to pronounce things right. Uh, <laughs> Tainara Conti, uh, Nick yeah, Camarato, Cesar Bonani, Tino Sabatelli. And here's a this is a big name just mixed in with this bunch is Cassius. Oh no, oh no. Uh, yeah. Cassius Ono is no more though. Cassius Ono retired. I don't know if you guys saw that or not. Um, post on social media. He is dead, but Chris Hero oh, is wow. very much alive. Oh, good. So uh, I'm excited for Chris Hero in Ring of Honor heyday. It's fantastic. Um, I've heard that. I didn't see his work until he was Cassius Ono, but I've heard good things. Yeah, if you go some of the stuff. That's the thing with this quarantine. I'm really liking. I I've noticed that. Some of the things I like, uh, I'm noticing what really hits me as entertaining, and wrestling is just always is, has always been an escape for me. And so I go yeah. back and I watch all this old Ring of Honor stuff with Brian Danielson, CM Punk, yeah, um, I mean Chris Hero, El Generico, Kevin yeah, yeah, Steen, yeah. like mm-hmm. some of these guys were fantastic in Ring of Honor, and uh, which is why I. Yeah, exactly. Um, Tyler, oh, Tyler Black. I like Tyler Black better than I like Seth Rollins. That's I'm just putting that out there. <laughs> um, but I think I'm hoping you know some of these guys do go to Ring of Honor and make it what it once was—that awesome thing where they put classic match after classic match that just stick in your brain. Um, so, so Cassius Ono is gone. Chris Hero is very much alive, and let's butcher the rest of these names. Mohamed Fahim, Marcos Gomez, Fasali Kurdi, Hussein Al-Degal. Bolt? The what? Mm-hmm. Usain yeah. Bolt? Yeah, Usain Bolt was released. That's un- quite unfortunate. Oh, I'm really upset about that one. Uh, yeah, that's freaking WWE don't know when they have talent. A shame. It's quite unfortunate. And then this guy, last guy here, it's just one word, Yefin. With Rocky in parentheses. All right. So there no you go. Idea. That stuff. No, yeah, me either. That's the list of talent. Um, I'm going to go over some producers quick off the top of my head Shane Helms, Pat Buck. Um, oh my gosh. He just left my mind. I can see his face. Lance Storm. Uh, a couple Shane of Helms, names. you mean the IRS, hurricane. AKA the Hurricane. Did I ever tell you guys? About the altercation I have with the hurricane on Instagram. A hurricane coming no. through. Yes. So uh, um, 
I think he was – I forget what he was making fun He was hitting home. He was making fun of, of course, you know, you guys are youth pastors. Everybody know this, that we, we, we are the people. I don't know how I want to word this. But he was making fun of something that really hit home to me. And I said, um, I said, man, you know, I was a fan of you, but come on. I, I know you're smarter than this. And he's like, oh, yeah, well, I'm, I'm real smart. I'm a lot smarter than you. But the thing was, I did it on what I run when I can because I have 60,000 different Instagram pages that I run. The PPW fan. So he had no idea who he was talking to. <laughs> so it's like, I'm just this PPW super fan. He has no idea. This. So that's what I said. I was like, man, you have no idea who's running this account. I'm like, I'm thinking in my head, I didn't say this, but I'm like, it could be Jake freaking Hager. You have no idea like, who's behind <laughs> this account. Which, by the way, Jake Hager losing to Moxley, I'm not happy about, but I didn't think that was going to happen. So it, yeah, it is what yet. it is. Not yet, exactly, not yet. Moxley just got it. Speaking of which, he just popped up on my television as part of the Shield. But uh, he, uh, I, I like Moxley. I love what he's done with the character, how he's kind of kept some aspects of Dean Ambrose, and he's yeah. kind of got John Moxley. Um, so all right, I'm going to close this page up because all these names are going to mess with me here. All right. So that was the Black Wednesday WrestleMania. Uh, I'm trying to figure out what else has happened. Uh, I think with those names, I've got your guys' opinions here. Who would you like to see? even could be excluded from those lists for PPW to bring in for when they do return, who are some indie stars or big names that are out there that uh, you guys would like to see uh, be brought into PPW. I'd love to see Zach Ryder come. I don't know if that's, it seems like he's kind of on the fast track to getting signed, but I'd yeah. love to, he made a stop. That'd be cool. Um, I'm trying to personally for me, uh, he Slater is, Definitely someone I'd like to see come by. Um, of course, I think it's gonna be cool because uh, we're we're doing all these interviews and stuff. Which once again, huge thank you to PPW for letting us be so involved, um, doing stuff like that. I think being backstage, seeing like in my mind, I'm already freaking out. Like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna be in in a kind of a locker room with someone who has just worked for the biggest wrestling company of all time. That that's just something that's like in my head, you know. We we throw around yeah. the term mark, but but I'd be uh I'd be marking <laughs> out, we'll put it like that. <laughs> so Brian, Brian, anyone you'd like to see PPW bring in? Doesn't have to be from this list, but Right, yeah. I I was really looking even though I wasn't gonna be able to be there in person, I was really looking forward to them bringing uh Evan Bourne. I know he doesn't go by that now. Um, Matt Seidel. Yeah, Matt Seidel. I was really looking forward to them bringing him. And so I hope they can reschedule his appearance uh, and visit to PPW because I just loved watching him wrestle. He was like, yeah, I don't know. He just reminded me of, he reminds me a little bit of like just Jeff Hardy. Like he does, he's not afraid of like going on the top rope and just completely like just putting everything out there and just going nuts. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like my thing was um, he kind of introduced the flippity flip stuff. Like that's big now. Like a lot of people like to see, people doing flips, 720 splashes. He was kind of the guy back in 2011 with Kofi Kingston, kind of starting that out almost like, like you were saying, though, Jeff Hardy, you know, did that back in the day as well. But I feel like uh, Evan Bourne kind of brought in that lead, brought in the he brought it back. Yeah. Uh, which a lot of guys now, like I think of facade, like talking guys that do flips, 
constantly. Facade is, is somebody that does that. So, oh, got to feel the dead air here, man. And, and another thing here, when, <laughs> when I say dead air, I think of uh, what, something uh, Andy Hedder said on their podcast when they're, they're trying to get through all their phone uh, issues because they have a couple of them that, that are on there, which, which we're discovering tonight is, I will admit, so far, Zoom hasn't canceled or decided to die on us. So, That's so right. far, so good. Um, but I remember, it, happy birthday to Andy Hedder. Today, April 24th, is his birthday. Um, nice. So, big happy birthday to him. For, he's going to be the number one contender for the WYLN Television Championship. I'm already calling that. And he is going to become the next WYLN TV champion. He's Whoa. going to defeat Johnny Moran and become the new champion. You heard it here first. Well, they've kind of hinted it on Tornado Tag, but you heard it here first officially. Andy Hatter, new television champion for PPW. But here's here's my reasoning behind that. It's because Johnny needs one more belt to become Grand Slam at PPW. So I'm hoping they push it. He just needs the PPW heavyweight mm. title. And uh, he is the first, I believe, the first ever Grand Slam for PPW uh, would be oh. if he were to win that. Oh, excuse me. And uh, so, that, yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Um, but yeah, as we're talking, Matt Seidel bringing back the flips. Uh, him versus, it was supposed to be him versus Clutch, actually, one on one for the PPW title. Uh, that was the original plan. Um, so I don't know what's going to happen. Again, like Brian said, I really hope they bring him back. I remember when I was I – was, I remember my 10th birthday party. don't know why because this was so long ago, eight years. And uh, my friend Tucker, who he, is, he has since moved to Texas, he, he came in and he's, he's like running around like a maniac because he just got his first ever Evan Bourne action figure. And he was just like freaking out about it. So that's why Evan Bourne just rings in my mind forever because – like he was huge with me and my best friend for like a year. So that's why I, I would totally like to see him bring, bring him in. Like I was saying, he Slater would be, he has kids. He's got kids. kids guys. So, but yeah, I'm looking at the PBW website. Just trying to, nothing much is really happening because we're living in unprecedented times guys. It's crazy, but it, it is what it is. Yep. We'll get through it, and we'll be – I don't think there – I hate to put it like this. I don't think there'll ever be – I'll use my air quotes here – normal again in our world. Yeah. But uh, I'm just uh, – I miss wrestling, guys. <laughs> I do. I do. It's, <laughs> it's, it's killing me. Well, I'm trying – I put on our Instagram page because I'm a horrible creator, but I might take the time and do it. I'm trying to create the PPW roster on WWE 2K20 and, like – make the hey. arena and just recreate it and book it how I would book it and just stuff like that. Not, not a diss to PPW booking, but I would just like to have a hand at it. That's the thing. People I've actually had people ask me before, like Kurt, would you consider wrestling? I said, no, my body, I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to sound like a wimp, but my body can't take <laughs> that. I, I've had, when I played basketball, I had a lot of back problems. So I'm like, I don't know if I could take that beating. Yeah, I just I don't know, but I think I would definitely love to be in like like a backstage role or like a, like a producer or writer type role, or a manager like we've already been discussing. So whoever wants to fit me in, just they know my Instagram <laughs> at Curtis Kowalski. It's all one big thing. 
So yeah, for those of you who want to follow my Instagram, I only have 80 followers. And a lot of them are wrestlers, though. So I'm happy about that. Happy about that. So yeah, I'm looking at the PBW website. Really nothing. I was excited. Uh, Gory, I'm not sure if you guys are too familiar with him. He was supposed to come in and uh, fight Facade. They had an amazing match at the Pennsylvania Farm Show Complex last year. and It was either last year or two years ago. They had an amazing match. It was all over the place. Fantastic. It, it, I, I wasn't there, uh, but it was, it was definitely uh, some, something to witness because Gory is a uh, – how do I want to put this? He's like a horror creep scarecrow type character. So, like, I think, like, he uh, kidnapped Facade's significant other, Danny Moe, and, like, they fought all through the farm show complexes. It was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. Is there a video of so, that somewhere? I think there might be. Let me off the Google it real quick. But there might be a video of that out there. There might be highlights. I know Facade posts stuff all the freaking time of him doing constant flips all the time. Don't mind me, guys. You're just being a part of my Snapchat. And, uh, <laughs> they got he got to respond to snaps. I'm about to join another Zoom call after this, so it's it's never ending Zoom meetings for me. It's what it feels like, at least. Yep. Just, I know you guys were in your Brady Bunch Zoom meeting this morning, and because uh, right. Brian, I always know what Brian's doing because it's just a quick whoop respond to my streaks. Which, by the way, Brian, I'm I'm so proud of you. We're at 73 days. Oh, we have never gotten that high nice. before. Oh, my highest one ever. The See, only- I remember I was, I was gun ho on breaking Melissa's forty-seven day streak, and we got to forty-nine, and you let it die, and I got all upset, and well, now we're at seventy-three. So it wasn't even like she wasn't even the highest. I think I had. I think the highest a while ago that I had was with Dave Kinney. Oh, really? Nice. Yeah, I think me and him got to sixty at one point, but then or fifty-eight. I for fifty-eight sticks in my head. I hate streaks. I know Chris. Chris actually accidentally, I think, had a three or a four day one with me, and then he completely purposely broke it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh too my much, god. Too stressful. Well, I I know sometimes I'll forget about it, but nine times out of ten, like I have my economics class every day at eleven, so like I'll come in, teacher's not talking, bam, streaks real quick. There's my list. It's all out. <laughs> so that's good. Well, man, we're already we're almost hitting the ten o'clock hour. We've been talking for quite a while. And oh, speak of the devil, Brian Snapchatted me. No way. Are you kidding me? <laughs> That's awesome. Wow. Oh, look at me in that picture. Oh, fantastic. That's a nice webcam. Is that like a webcam you use for gaming? Like you can do game streams with? I don't know. I, I guess you might be able to. I don't know. It's, it's like, I don't know. It's a USB. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. It's a USB. I need to get one of those and become like Troy Dan and open packs just constantly, constantly, constantly. So, all right. Well, we definitely dug into a lot this episode. We talked PPW. We got our PPW fixed. We've got our Black Wednesday, unfortunate clearing of house. Um, we got our WrestleMania. And anything else you guys want to talk about before? This is definitely going to be our longest episode ever. So if you have listened to this in thing in its entirety, I'm, I'm clapping. You can't hear it, but I'm clapping for you if you listen to this entire thing because this is a long one. Um, so anything you guys want to plug, talk about before we, uh, before we end this episode? 
Sure. Hey, because it's so long, I'm willing to do this. The next PPW show I'm at, if you've listened to this episode in your entirety, I'll buy you a hot dog. Whoa. So if you were slinging hot dogs, if you're here, if you're here now, you're at the end and you're at the next PPW show, no matter where it's at. Hopefully it's in Scranton, Pennsylvania. You are getting a free hot dog. Wait, not, does it count not, if not the Annie Ann's kind? That's that stuff's expensive. The the pretzel, know. the roll, the, pre, the the hot dog within the pretzel bun. No, that's, oh yeah, that's bougie. That's too bougie for me. <laughs> too, too bougie. I'm not paying six dollars for it. <laughs> no, I don't blame you. So. I'll bring I'll bring my own grill. <laughs> you just bring a grill in the middle of the mall. Mm, somebody's cooking something. Wow. Well, tailgate outside of course oh there we go oh my gosh we tailgate in that'd be awesome the park this the parking garage of the <laughs> mall before the show oh man i oh wrestling sure. come back please pretty sure we'd get in trouble but yeah <laughs> well we don't have to bring a grill we could just talk <laughs> we just <laughs> pringles that'll work dogs from turkey hill just sit there <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well, there you go. Yeah, so this has been episode 11. Um, definitely the longest episode. So uh, this is fun, though. Hopefully, I was talking, we're going to have another guy on, if maybe do an episode next week or within two weeks. We'll have to wait and see. Um, Brian, one of your friends, who I've only had the pleasure of meeting once, but we are now like best friends via internet, and that's JJ. Oh, yes. So I think JJ we're going to have JJ on. Oh, is that how you say it? Poteet? Poteet. I don't know how to say uh, I don't know how to say his last name correctly. I just yes. I just say JJ. That's what I know him as. So would you guys be mad so, if uh, I, I think JJ's gonna be joining us? <laughs> would you guys be mad if we weren't recording this entire time? Brian, don't 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 <laughs> don't play with this like that, man. I'm kidding. It still, don't it worry. still says recording. <laughs> I see it. It's right here, right there. Don't play with my mind like that, man. I was going, I was going for a shock factor ending. I'm sorry. The shock factor. <laughs> <Just cut. laughs> it didn't work. Sorry. Uh, it's okay. but, uh, so yeah, uh, follow our Facebook page. Just search the PA Piledriver Podcast. Instagram. Just search at the PA Piledriver Podcast. Chris will be working on our Twitter eventually, but he's busy, so it'll it'll come. Slowly it'll come, because uh, I know I'm not a Twitter guy. Brian is a, an occasional Twitter guy, right? Not all the I time. I basically I sign on every once in a while just to catch up on Chris's profile, basically, and I'll I'll retweet <laughs> and I'll like tweets he tweeted like months ago. Or you'll mention me, and we'll make that hot dog recipe from the Big Show show. The Big Show show, yes. Ooh. Oh, that's what you can yeah. do. That's what you can do. If you're bored during this quarantine, you watch the Big Show show for some quality, family-friendly entertainment. Absolutely. I love that show. My favorite episode is episode six. I'm just going to put put that out there. Yes. Oh, episode six is the best. That's, I'm going to give Chris a homework assignment that he has to go watch that and then give, right. a, give a report and let yeah, us know first, what he thinks. First season's only eight episodes long. I watched the whole thing in a day. So it it's... Spread it out if you can. <laughs> no, just binge it. <laughs> just binge. I've been binging. I'm on my 13th time through of The Office. 13th? 
Yes, I'm on my 13th time through. Mm-hmm. So good. I love the – well, I would so be – I would be like five ways, the fifth way around through Friends had it not been taken off Netflix. Oh, uh, yes. Too. So uh, I would definitely be binging that as well. But I watch like, uh, what was it? TBS like posts the best of, like, what was it? I just watched it today. The, the top 22 worst Joey Tribbiani um, advice moments. Like, yeah, I was correct. <laughs> That's you know? good. That was like a really funny video. So, right. Anything uh, you guys want to plug? I mean, I plugged all of our stuff. Anything you guys want to plug before we, before we end this out? No, just Brian's hot dog. Yes, if you're this whole way through, he is gonna buy you a hot dog. I'll talk Next about my hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I think this is a good place to end it. Um, thank you again for listening, everyone. And if not, again, I know money's tight. I wasn't gonna totally. I'm not going to totally not mention it, though. If you would like a T-shirt, please message us on any of our social media. We will get it to you somehow. We're also on Patreon if you would like to support us that way for exclusive podcasts, possibly vlogs coming once PPW restarts, and uh, fun Q&As. So this has been Episode 11. I'm Curtis Kowalski. Brian Krause. I'm Chris McNaney. All right. You're both together. And uh, thank you, <laughs> thank you guys for listening. <laughs>